It's Tuesday, the 23rd of March, 2021. Welcome to Your Mentor Briefing, the business headlines you need to know, delivered to you in five minutes. I'm Sean Aylmer. In today's headlines, Telstra will split itself into four parts in an attempt to simplify the telco giant and boost its value. Plus, Crown Resorts confirms an $8 billion bid from private equity group Blackstone, floods in New South Wales hit insurers as thousands evacuated, and Freedom Foods hits the bourse again after a nine-month suspension and promptly falls 91%. Our lead story today, Telstra will undertake a major restructure which will split the company into four, with the 1.3 million shareholders owning a stake in the holding company. It's a culmination of months of internal work and the telco hopes to get shareholder approval in October to create an infrastructure business that would own and operate physical assets like ducks, data centres and exchanges that look after the fixed line business, a towers business that would own and operate mobile tower assets, which the company wants to monetize given high valuations for this type of equipment, a products and services business which includes its mobile business and its international business including subsea cables. It's a restructure that opens up the way for the telecommunications giant to sell or split off different parts of the operations in the future. At the moment, Telstra is too big a conglomerate. There are many moving parts and releasing the value of growth assets is hampered by the presence of many legacy assets. Importantly for the group's 1.3 million shareholders, the majority of which are mum and dad investors, it should help unlock value in Telstra. The group's share price performance recently has been poor. It's up just 5% over the past year, while the rest of the market is up closer to 50%. In fact, it's trading at the same level as it was nine years ago. Shareholders will be hoping that this shake-up will prove the catalyst for change at Australia's most widely held company. In overseas news, the United States, the United Kingdom and Canada have joined the European Union to impose sanctions on China over alleged human rights abuses overnight. It's the first time the EU has imposed sanctions on China since the 1989 Tiananmen Square massacre. AstraZeneca's US clinical trial of its COVID-19 vaccine has shown 79% efficacy at preventing symptomatic disease and 100% efficacy against severe or critical disease in hospitalisation. The study found little indication of blood clots. And New Zealand was expected to reopen the travel bubble with Australia yesterday, but Prime Minister Jacinta Ardern delayed any announcement, saying Kiwis remained nervous about opening the country's borders. That's the news from around the globe, and this is your mentored briefing. Let's go to local stories now. Private equity group Blackstone has made an $8 billion bid for Crown Resorts. As I mentioned yesterday, the New York-based Blackstone already owns 9.99% of Crown, and the gaming group's major shareholder, James Packer, who owns 37%, will be key to any potential deal. Mr Packer is under pressure to sell down his stake after a New South Wales inquiry recommended that Crown not receive a casino licence, in part because of Mr Packer's influence on the group. Blackstone already owns casinos in Las Vegas and has passed probity inquiries in the US. The bid price is 19% above Crown's average trading price since its half-year results. Good, but not great for a takeover. Prime Minister Scott Morrison said there were serious risks ahead, with more heavy rain expected in southeast Queensland and New South Wales. 35 local government areas are eligible for disaster relief payments. The Insurance Council of Australia declared an insurance catastrophe for large parts of New South Wales, and more than 5,000 claims have already been lodged. 
the big insurers are heavily affected. IAG said it was too early to judge the full cost, but its maximum exposure would be $169 million, reflecting reinsurance policies taken out. Reinsurance occurs when insurers effectively insure themselves against massive payouts due to a major event, like the current flooding. Last night, a coalition staffer was sacked for performing lewd acts on the desk of a female MP, filming it and swapping the video. It follows reports from an anonymous whistleblower who's also alleged coalition staffers procured rent boys for government MPs and that there was regularly sex in Parliament's meditation room, according to media reports. This one has a long way to run. Australia's big iron ore miners had an ordinary day yesterday with Fortescue's share price falling 4.3% and Rio Tinto and BHP both down around 1% on the back of falling prices. The commodity is under pressure after seven manufacturers in one of the key steel-making hubs in China were told to cut production over the next three months in order to halve emissions. Other steel mills were told to reduce emissions as well, according to a Commonwealth Bank analyst note. And Freedom Foods returned to the ASX yesterday after being suspended for nine months. It tumbled 91%. Yes, 91%. And the company went from being valued at $800 million to $76 million. It closed the day down 82%. Freedom makes UHT milk and cereals and was suspended in June last year after having to write off $60 million in products. Accounting irregularities were also alleged. The company eventually had to write down $590 million and is now hoping to raise $265 million to keep operating. That's your Mentored Briefing for today. Don't miss out on any updates from us here at Mentored by subscribing to our newsletter. Visit mentored.com.au to stay up to date on all the latest. I'm Sean Aylmer. Have a great day.